Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! How are you, man? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. Never been better. Good. Glad to hear it. Congratulations, by the way. Eight no, baby. Laszlo's football team, eight no champions. And not only did you guys win, Uncle Slimfast was there. You won by a lot. And this team was supposed to be a team that was a a division ahead of you guys. I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to end up seeing the the toughest game of the year, whatever. And then you just crush them at the opening of the second half. At that point, it was what twenty. 21 nothing, 24 yeah, nothing. I don't remember what it was. Me neither. They wasn't close. And you just opened the second half with a bomb into the end zone. And I yeah. was like, oof, are these kids, like, do they have mercy rules? Uh, they do. The clock starts running. So if you okay. notice the second half went faster than the first half, oh, it's that... they don't stop the clock. And they just because the score was once not it close? got to like thirty or th- ah, once you're up by thirty or I something, didn't know I that. Think okay, they just run the clock. Interesting. I, I was really confused by the so clock. It stops actually, when you go out of sense. bounds and everything else, yeah, yeah. right? But okay. in the second half, it just keeps running. Okay. Well, congrats. Thanks, congrats man. To Tacho. And my huge. last coaching job. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about that, but you could coach again. I mean, can't you volunteer to coach kids? Well, I guess, but... You think it would be weird? I'm pretty sure I had coaches at times that... I'm, I know I did, that war- that didn't have a kid on the team. They needed a coach. Now, a lot of times it was a, a person who had a kid on the team, but I'm pretty sure sometimes we had coaches who just coached Little League Soccer and mm. didn't have any kids on the team. You think it's too weird? Yeah. You just go out there and sign up like I'm here to coach. Yeah, and then you, you know, the parents don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would be weird. I, think. I guess, but if you say, if I mean, you got a resume now. You sure. know, you say, hey, well, the last team undefeated, right? Exactly. It, it seems reasonable. I mean, they're not little little kids. No, so, no, no, they're grown up. So, I mean, it, it, does every coach up, on the team have teenagers. a every coach on the team have a kid on the team? Uh, on that football team, yeah. Okay. But see, right. they're getting to the age, so next year they won't. So because they'll, well, next year won't they be they'll like... They'll be in the eighth grade, and they'll have eighth grade football, and it'll be some coach on staff. 
Okay. You see what I'm saying? Not so it won't school, be. school, though. Yeah, it'll be through the school. Oh, it will be. Okay. See what I'm saying? And then my, the, when they both play baseball, they'll play competitive baseball with former college right. baseball players. Yeah, I get that. I know that so your kids are time for me to, Yeah, they're too old for daddy football. Yeah, but I just thought, well, I was thinking about that this weekend and how you were bummed, and I thought, well, he could probably still coach kids. It's just his kid wouldn't be on the team. I didn't know if people did that or not. I didn't know if that was the thing. I mean, um, obviously. I'm sure they do. I, I guess you're not getting paid, so. It's a volunteer thing. Lots of people volunteer to do things, yeah. but is the coaching thing, would it be weird if there's no kid on the team? I didn't know. I wasn't sure. Everything is suspicious. I guess if someone needed now. me, they could call me. Yeah, I guess so. If right. you just went out there and said, I'm signing up, I don't even know who you would call. If they're like, uh, for what? You're like, you need a coach. Right. You guys need a coach? I'm here and like, where's it? which team is your kid playing? Oh, no, no. No, they're too old. I'm just uh, looking to coach some kids. There, I mean, when I was a kid, that I don't think would have been weird at all. Now yeah. everyone's suspicious of everybody. Right. All the time. The Boy Scouts, doesn't matter what it is. Like, why does this grown man want to be around these kids? You got to have a kid there to justify that. But anyway, congratulations. You guys are champions. Thank you. It worked it out well. Win. Yeah. And it was a shutout. It was. It wasn't close. Mm-mm. And that team was supposed to be in a that division defense. above you. I felt bad for them in a way because... I, I'm guessing you told me later that they had to travel quite a ways to get here. I don't even know where Savannah, Missouri is, but never heard of it. But their sideline was—I mean, your sideline was packed. Yeah. They were, and obviously, you know, they're undefeated. They made it this far. Everyone was excited, so there was a lot of people right. there for that game. But the other kids on the other side, you know, they didn't have a lot of people. At one point, I was like, you "Just we, go over we there, recruit <laughs> some people that are just walking around and be like, hey, go sit over there.' Those right. kids don't have anyone on their side." But you know what? I don't care. They were the enemy. They lost. They were, we won. And that's great. So congratulations. That was it. Thank you. And uh, the way to go out. Well, you know, there you go. Me yeah. and my kid. Ain't no champs. Yeah, exactly. And I've been so many runner-ups in baseball, basketball. I'd never won a championship. So that was it. Way to go out. We're yeah, done. Yeah, that is a good that's way to go out. Yep. Right. Drop the mic. Mm-hmm. And then um, the Chiefs won. Yeah. Which, a good game. Uh, yeah, a game that I don't know if you – did you put money on that game? I did not. Okay, but would you have bet the Chiefs in that one? I know you're a Dolphins fan. I wouldn't have bet it only because uh, – and I know people are taking a bunch away from it. I would not have bet it only because it's Germany. I don't know how that works. They're tired. Like if it messes with Do them? they get to practice? You know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't know. Feels like that's like, okay, an outlier game. Who are For all those teams? I don't think the, the Chiefs look great. I don't think the Dolphins look great. And I think, you know, you're flying to – Germany, who knows how that all works. I mean, the place, was, it looked like it was sold out to me. I don't know. I, you see a lot of fans there. Obviously, some people travel there. But are there, are there a lot of Germans that just go to the game to check it out? Couldn't tell for sure. But when they're showing the crowd, you could tell some of them looked European. For oh, sure, yeah. some of the people in the crowd looked very yeah, European vacation. Of them. Yeah. yeah, and you're wondering, okay, so are you just here to check it out? Do you have American friends? Have you been to one of these cities they were before? All you have some connection. Out Chiefs or there's a lot of, a lot of a lot of Chiefs fans, fans too. For some reason, it's a lot of Vikings jerseys. But yeah, mm-hmm. when I went to that game in in England, there were just a lot of NFL jerseys. You know, teams that weren't necessarily playing. I think they got their hands on an NFL jersey at some point and they just wore it to the game. So I'm guessing that's what happened there. Maybe they'd been to Minnesota. Or, you know, have a friend in Minnesota, a relative in Minnesota. But it's a lot of people. I just wonder how many of those people in that stadium are going, what's happening? Well, did you see the press conference with Mike McDaniel? Somebody was asking him questions about football. Like, hey, you know, when you first started, you were really doing this kind of stuff and this kind of stuff. And then... And and then next, you know, this year, you're 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 doing it right. You're doing a lot more of this and this and this. And uh, McDaniel stops him and he goes, "What, man, I mean, you obviously have an accent, so... You know, thank you so much for. But he's, you know, he's talking like really in the weeds. Yeah, like, really. You're okay. running my post route with an NC <laughs> okay. right. okay. And split. he's like, he's like, you definitely have an accent, so thank you for you know watching our tape and stuff. Yeah. And then 
the guy says, yeah, but, you know, I also see you've been bought some Kevin, you know, Mike Shanahan stuff in here. And then McDaniel goes, all right, now you're just flexing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Obviously, right. at now that you're point, just you're just like, okay, stop. Now <laughs> you guys flexing. think we don't know what's going on. We know what's going on. Well, yeah, I mean, look, I don't know. It's hard to tell with the Chiefs this year, but they beat the Dolphins. Dolphins are a good team. Now the whole thing is kind of getting interesting because what are we now, week 10? Is that what we're getting? Did we just finish 10 we're or are we going, going into, into 10? We're going into 10, yeah. Right? It's crazy. We're going, we're, we have a bye, but we're going into 10. Cincinnati won. Uh, yeah. I mean, the Ravens look good. Ravens look really they good. They look really I mean, good. them blowing out the Lions, I was a little shocked, but that I really thought to myself, that could just be Lions doing Lions mm-hmm. thing. You know what I mean? You go on the road against a good team. Wouldn't be the first time the Lions, everybody thought the Lions are good, and then they got blown out. Yeah. But then the Lions come back and win, but then for... The Ravens to blow out the next team, yeah. like, wow, okay, they might be really good. Yeah, they're good. That's just one of those teams that it seems like since Mahomes has been starter in Kansas City, the Ravens have been one of those teams. They're that, good, you know, man. But, you know, so who you knows? Know, you always fear a little bit. Uh, yeah, and then I don't know if you saw Vault Games. I mean, it just happened to be on here locally at least, but the Texans game, the end of that game, it was pretty pretty crazy game. Did you see any of it at the end when they came back? Okay. Well, oh, not watching that Ohio State quarterback. More importantly, MU. I watched. Junk. I watched the game. Now, I had to watch the DVR version because I went to your game, but I watched the MU Georgia game. Yeah, and I know nothing about college football, fun. but I thought, hey, they're pretty close. Yeah, man. That's and a at bet, the that's end of the game, ending. there was still some time there. I thought, you know, yeah, they need two scores, but they can move the ball. They've been yeah. moving the ball. I think they got a shot. Well, I think then, you guys got a good team. A really good team. You're in the toughest conference playing the toughest teams, and you guys, MU's doing really, really well. It's not like, you know. Well, you warned me, you know, look, just the fact that they're there and that people care. It was was close. Yeah. Yeah. And they, you know, they barely lost to LSU. I mean, those are really good teams. So So what does that mean, though? Does that mean you should be excited because it's still an exciting season or because next year you could be even better? It's still an exciting season. There's a lot of things you guys can do. Yeah, okay. I mean, you only got two losses, and those two losses are close to really good teams. Okay. And then Michigan, no. only thing I see about Michigan is just more drama about the sign-stealing stuff, My which God. is at this point, you said last week they should make a documentary about they it. absolutely at, should at make a documentary. At this point, I agree, and I'm not even like a Michigan football fan. The, the story is I nuts. I did, because I posted on my story oh, earlier okay. in the week. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, I watched that, too, and it's, it's pretty crazy. Wow. And more has happened since that guy posted there that. Yeah. Just this kind of, Laz was talking about this earlier before we went on the air, but this thing in college football that at least appears to be the case that there's sort of this mutually assured destruction that we all kind of know there's some rule bending going on with sign stealing people and have said like that. that with the sec like you know hey you paid this guy to come here like and a Lots lot of, of rule bending right and really the sec has done it for you know years and they've kind of said there's been ex-coaches who say like hey when this kind of stuff happens and we find out about it we just put it in a folder and really that way, if you say, if, if another team, say LSU said to Alabama, hey, you're cheating, we'd be like, well, here's a folder, so go ahead and tell someone, because we'll tell, it's really like a Cold War. Yeah. So keep doing what you're doing, but just know, if you come after us, we're going to come after you. That's never really happened in the Big Ten, but now they say maybe it will. Right. Like and maybe what happens Michigan is has all more this information that they're, they're investigating teams now, so who knows? And more stuff goes public, and I mean, what is the... What is the, the the top brass? What do they think of all this? What do they want? Because you think that they at this point. I like, heard that Nick's bosses were with. in some sort of mediation. Now this is just a rumor that the Fox Sports guys were involved in some degree because they paid the Big Ten a billion dollars for their TV contract. Okay, I think the well, I don't know this to be true. I'm just speaking out of my ass, but 
I think the if the rumor is that all of the Big Ten ADs and coaches want Michigan suspended and Harbaugh suspended. Okay. So there's a rumor that that's going to happen. And then with that will be that Michigan then files suit against the Big Ten and all those coaches and athletic directors. So they would be suing the Big Ten. The nuke option that Michigan could say is, fine, you know what? You guys hate us. You think we're cheaters. We'll just leave. Okay. We'll just leave the Big Ten. We'll go to the Big 12. We'll go to the SEC. We'll go join up with Notre Dame and be independent. See how much money we can get and just a network by ourselves. And I think once that was floated, at least I've heard, like, the Fox people were like, yo, 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 what are we doing here? Right, of course. What are we doing yeah. here? Let's right? just kind of, hey, guys, everybody, all right, let's just calm down. Because what you don't want is a subpoena. You don't want someone getting suspended, Harbaugh getting suspended, right. or whatever. They sue, and now suddenly you've got lawyers involved saying, hey, we want to see everything. Because right. I'm sure there are a lot of coaches that are like, damn, I shouldn't have said anything to right. start this whole thing. Because they've all because got skeletons in their Because if you do sue them, then it's like anything else. And you're like, okay, I, we get discovery. Yep. We want to look through all of Illinois' emails for the last five years. Nobody wants that. Right. And any, we want to scan all of their emails that say signal. Yep. Right? Yep. That say anything. Payment. Yep. No, right? no, no, and no, we no. Want to, We're going to talk to every former player that went to your university and see if they ever got paid. Yeah. Nobody wants no, that. No, thanks. No. <laughs> been, been, been on the receiving end of that, like, hey, you need to send every single I've had email you've ever that. had to this district attorney, and it's just like, I don't have I'm an no email. I'm no expert somebody. on how this works, but I do know <laughs> how people asking to get my emails, it's anything that involves this, and I'm like, no. I but I deleted I everything off <laughs> right. my account, and they're like, oh, that's okay, because it goes to a backup server, so we'll just look for it. I'm like, oh. Man, I think, what was my username? Uh, Harbaugh at Michigan. I'm pretty sure that's it. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What do you got going on, kid? Uh, we have to talk about kids monitoring their parents' porn habits. I mean, this, oh, story, this story is so ridiculous. Have you seen it? No. Oh. Well, it involves a pretty high-ranking politician. And, I mean, this isn't, like, alleged. There's video. I'll, I'll play audio for you of him talking about this. It involves promise keepers and faith and the Bible and pornography keepers, and man. keeping an eye on one another and, you know, yeah, all those things. Promise I know keepers. a guy who went to promise keepers. I went to one. You did? My mom's boss bought tickets for my dad and I. We didn't really know what it was. Mm-hmm. Then we got there and my dad, and this was not like the my dad. Promise keepers? It was like a thing for Christian men to go there and, and you know, listen to talks like about. ring stuff? Sort of, except they're like, you know, quit cheating on your wives. There's a be big a thing about parent, how to be a better husband. Be a better Help dad. on your wife. Be yeah. a better dad. Be present. Yeah. Go go call your mistress right now and end things. You the know, guy who like did, the yeah, guy, Seriously. The guy who did it, he used to be uh, a coach at Colorado. Okay. There's a uh, uh, documentary about him. The guy who started it? Yes. Okay. And he cheated on his wife. Okay. There's a whole story about it. Well, there were guys really talking about cheating on their wives, for sure. I remember sitting yeah. there and they talked about, like, it was just a normal thing. Like, you know, I know you got this mistress, whatever, but you know, this is the time where we're going to take a yeah. break. And my dad said to me at one point, he was like, okay, we're going to leave and we're just going to say that we stayed for the whole thing. So let's right. go somewhere. I was like, okay. Well, I know we they left. did it at like the Pontiac Silverdome one time. Okay. And there's like 75,000 people, right? Mm-hmm. And apparently that coach was on there and he said, hey, if you're having an affair, you stand up, walk out there and call your mistress and tell her it's over. Yeah. That's and what uh, the guy who was there was like, man, like, 
30,000 people got yeah. up and walked out yeah. to the stands. I was like, there were wow. Line, there were wow. lines to well, use pay phones. Really? When yes. you were there, too? Yeah. yeah. Wow. It was it was crazy. I was like, what is happening? And so my dad was like, let's just get out of here. Now, I don't know if that meant that my dad's like, they're making me feel guilty. I, I don't want right. to call Shannon or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think what? so. But I think it was just that we didn't really know what it was going in. It, we thought it was something about men and they said to bring your sons or whatever right, so yeah. and my, my mom's boss had bought the tickets so we just thought it was this nice thing and there were, we knew that there were a ton of people going to this was it all your brothers too or just it was just me and my dad yeah. i think my brothers at that point were probably all Too out of the old, house yeah. yeah and so my dad was just like let's get out of this place and oh and on the way right. out he was like just just let's just buy a book so we went over to his stand because there were people selling lots of stuff so we bought a book from some guys like it's just even, tell your mom you wanted to read this. it's even more funny <laughs> if your dad was having an affair right and he's like no, and no. he's like okay let's get out of here this she's exactly. telling me to break up with my girlfriend, which I am not going to do. So let's go ahead and leave, and you go ahead and buy a book and tell your mom we stayed the whole time. Yep, all exactly. right. And she'll be exactly. like, "Okay, good. He probably handled it." Yep, that's it. And, and that he, book just sat there. I don't think I ever even cracked it open. I don't know who the guy was. I saw it sitting there in my room forever, and I always think, "Oh yeah, that time we went to that weird thing." Because it, I think my dad could tell. Like this is like we went to church, not because my dad wanted to go to church, but we went to church every Sunday because my mom wanted to go to church. So he'd been going for years. I don't think he was against it or anything, but this was like evangelical type stuff. Right. And our church didn't do that, so I think we were immediately like, oh, this is this is getting a little, to be a little much. But I will explain to you why this is in the news, because it gets so much worse than just promise keepers. It involves software that monitors all of your electronic devices and allows you to keep an eye on what your dad's doing. I mean, this is insane. I'll explain it. The Church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo! All right, what's the story okay. So this is, it's a pretty big story today. Mike Johnson is the new Speaker of the House. When he was elected Speaker of the House, I'm sure a lot of people were like, who the hell is this guy? Sure. I didn't know much about him. I started to see people, you know, making fun of him online. every person in the world said that. Like, who, who the hell guy? is this guy? Yeah. Right. And I saw, you know, like Bill Maher made fun of him on Friday, did a whole segment uh, doing these jokes. And I'm like, I don't know that people know enough about this guy for this to even his be funny. Parents know who he is, right? Like you're talking about, like you know, Bill Maher was doing jokes, like you know, he sounds like uh, a black guy doing a black comedian doing his white guy impression, things like that. I'm like, I don't think a lot of people in your audience have even heard Mike Johnson talk yet. You no. know what I mean? So I get making fun of him doesn't surprise me, and I, I've heard that he's really Christian and you know pretty right leaning, but that's all I know. I have not seen the guy much, and before any of this, I if you showed me his face, I would not have known who he was. So now today the big story is that there are national security concerns because Mike Johnson said at a speech back in, I think they said that this uh, speech happened in 2022. It wasn't that long ago. It was some sort of war on technology get-together. Sounds like a promise keepers for tech kind of okay. thing. Because it was at a, a Baptist church uh, in Louisiana, and he was, he was billed as a speaker and they're sitting up on stage. It looks like a tech thing, like, uh, you know, when they interview Steve Jobs and those old things where there's three people, four people sitting there. That's what it looks like, except it's a bunch of Christian stuff, and they're talking about how technology can be mostly evil okay. and bad. So he uh, has apparently, uh, it sounds to me like, organized, putting some pamphlets together and things of that nature for people when they walk in so that they see advertisements for this software called Covenant Eyes. And Covenant Eyes... Is he says, look, I don't Just work that title alone. alone you know, it's God. not for you exactly. It gives me and a boner. He says, <laughs> I don't got covenant eyes. I like it. I don't work for this company. Send I don't make any house. money. I don't like her anymore. She's got covenant eyes. Send her over. <laughs> he says, I'm not. I'm not getting Where's paid part? by them. 
I just wanted you to know I've been using this software for almost 20 years. And then he describes how the software works. You know, the, the speaker's asking him about this. Like, so tell us more about it. And this is a clip of Mike Johnson describing what Covenant Eyes is and how he uses uh, it's it. It's about $15 a month, $16 a month, something like that. And you get up to 10 devices. And what it is, it's accountability software. So uh, men in a church, you know, men's Bible study groups will do it. That's how it's presented at Promise Keepers. But they also mention, hey, when your kids become teenagers, especially if you have boys, dads, they're talking to the guys at this event, you might want to think about doing this with your sons. And so we've been doing that. And so what it does real, real simply is it has an algorithm and software. I'm, it's way above my head how it works. But um, it, it scans. You, you obviously opt into it. But it scans every all the activity on your phone or your devices, your laptop, tablet, what have you. We do all of it. And then it sends a report to your accountability partner. So my accountability oh, partner yeah. right now is Jack, my son, right? And so he's 17. So he and I get a report 17. of all the what? things that are on our phones or all of our devices once a week. If anything objectionable comes up, your accountability partner gets an immediate notice. I'm proud to tell you my son has he's got a clean slate. All right. Yeah. Okay. First of all, when they say accountability partner, yeah. if I see this software advertised, wow. I assume your accountability partner is your partner. But I, I guess he's think, saying right? that at Promise Keepers, he, not, I mean, the way he makes it sound is like Promise Keepers was the one who had the idea of like, hey, you should have your son that's be insane. your accountability partner. That's nuts. What? I mean, maybe that's what the uh, designers of this software intended is that I kids can keep an eye on their it. parents. Right. Reach out to them. But, but I would just think that the idea originally was that you use this with your spouse, your partner, whatever. But apparently Promise Keepers suggested, according to him, that... Uh, sons and fathers use it so they put it on every it's device weird that just makes like it's so it more weird, weird so so weird and now you're putting on every electronic device you have laptops tablets phones you name it and then you get a report every month and he can see and he talks about how we have to do it it shows him there, there's no, no, no way there's no, no, not even to. as a joke trust me the thought no. crossed my mind is like no, no. not interested no, no way. way and there's a a, a lot of concerns no. here you know this guy's speaker of the house and like you have this software now you're saying that you have software on all of your devices that monitors everything. You're sending all of the information from all of your devices to some third party voluntarily. I mean, not only voluntarily, you're paying them to look at it. And in these reports, they said that if there's anything objectionable, it sends you an image, like a blurred image. So he was explaining his son Jack at one point had an image on his phone, and it was sent to him, uh, you know, to Mike through his dad. He sees it in the report, and it's blurred out, and it says, you know, this is the only thing we found that might be questionable. And when he clicks on it, it was, I think he said, just it happened to just be a picture of a couple of women, but they were teachers. They weren't naked or anything like that. And I thought, well, that could just be the, you know, thumbnail yeah, from Stepmom right. Screws Librarian or whatever. But let's be honest. If I you, seen that one, but I'm interested. If you are uh, doing this covenant eyes with your father, which, man, it just makes me feel... All the more lucky that I had the, the childhood that I did, that my parents weren't like this. The, the thought of my dad saying, I'm going to monitor all of your devices and you mine. I mean, I don't know which is worse, honestly. I really don't. I thought about that this morning. If you had to just choose one, which would it be? It's yours. I don't know. You think? 100% you yours. Can, but you can, you can uh, you know, control it. And also, I know that, okay, it's going to be on all my devices. Obviously, what I'm going to do now, I'm 17 years old. I'm going to use devices that this Covenant software is, and I'll go buy a prepaid phone or whatever I got to do. What I can't stop is that my dad's making me look at his report every month. What if well, my I'm dad... Well, his dad I didn't get do it, anything But on. what if you... As a father seeing that your son is looking porn, that's like a normal thing. But as a son, if you see that your dad... And like, not everyone's Mike Johnson. So if you're suggesting that fathers do this with their sons, I'm guessing there's chances that some of these reports are not going to be as... Spick and span oh, as this one. I disagree. 
You, you don't think that someone could end up having something on their phone? And then you have to read into it like, oh, my God, my dad had this. He didn't think that this no. would show up, and it did show no. up. He you knows. don't want to see it, that. I got him. Like, it's just, it's all a lie. It's, I mean, of course it's, it's all, all a it's lie all ridiculous. because you're like, you oh, know it's I'm on in, there. right, you know it's on there. Yeah. So it's a lie. Like, there's no way. I'd be like, well, I feel like looking at porn, but I can't do it on my phone because my son's going to see it. Yeah. Same I, with your son. It's just like, it, I don't even think, how does it serve any purpose? I don't see how it does either unless, I mean, the only way you could screw up is like if you had a drinking problem and you forget you maybe. maybe you just started using it and it's like hey and you thought you, you had your know. devices cleaned up before you started and it's like oh sh- that stuff was still on my device i didn't realize that but either way your 17 year old son doesn't need to be getting the report if you want to do this do it with your spouse or whatever but why are you doing it with your kid if you want to monitor your kids devices you have every right to do that but your kid doesn't need to monitor yours that is insane the only way i think it works with a spouse is if you do it to to get horny Oh, like this like, is hey, we're gonna use like, 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 Hey, I'm just gonna. I don't have to. We don't have to report. talk about it. We don't have. But this is what yeah. I'm looking at. Yeah, it's actually kind of hot. Right? Yeah, exactly. We're that's, never I'm gonna sure mention that's what they it. Had in this mind. is just the With way that's gonna work. Covenant Eyes. There should be a sister software that's just called Horny Eyes or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that's how they advertise it. But it's really the same people behind it. But so now they're, the media is saying, well, this is a national security concern because he's a speaker of the house and he's sending all this information. But now there's more stuff that continues to come out. I mean, this just came out. Uh, sometime earlier today from Newsweek, they say that this software has, the one that he was just promoting, account of, what's it called, Covenant Eyes, um, has been used by law enforcement agencies across the country to imprison those on parole, according to court documents. Covenant Eyes has been cited in at least two judge orders reviewed by Newsweek that detail how probation offices in Ohio and Washington have required parolees to download the app as part of the conditions of their release. The software, which is designed to promote Internet accountability, monitors the access of explicit materials on a device and sends that information directly to the phone of a chosen ally. It's weird that... Probation. Well, maybe if it's sexual crimes. I I, I guess if that's what you're uh, accused of, I gotta think that these people were pedophiles or something. If they're saying we're gonna put this on, could be sexual crimes in general. I mean, in order to get your parole, you have to agree to whatever they say. We monitor your stuff. Yeah, a lot of it is like you're like that's clearly not constitutional, but they're like, yeah, no. Well, then you can go back to jail. You can jail. go back to jail. Exactly. We're not right. forcing you to do this. This is we're right. offering That's it. how they do it. This is the trade-off. Exactly. But I would still right. think that uh, any, any random adult, day you can call me in and make me pee in a cup. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that seems like illegal search and see. There's no reason why you would think that. Or, I mean, you can finish out. The, yep, no, no, no. I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll pee in a cup. So I guess it's the yep. same thing. <clears throat> yep. Absolutely. Because anytime I complained about probation, it was like, well, then just go do the time. Because yeah. you got to remember, that's what this is. We're saying you don't have to do the time. Right. If you agree, to, d- agree to do these things. And so you have to voluntarily right. agree to do those things. Otherwise, and trust me, there are times, especially after you've been on it for four it years, how, how long where you go, is. I'm just going to go to jail. Leave me alone. I've been plenty of times. I've done it. Like, no way. Yeah. If I mean, if it had been a couple right, of weekends, I was at the point where I was ready. Three years probation for 90 days? Yeah. I'll just do the 90 I days. I ended up with four years probation for 90 days. Yeah, no. I told you, just go do the time. I, I know, but three I've months. Done the, no, I, I was done. done. I was done with it, and then it started over, so I didn't know that it was going to be four years, and, and, you know, yeah, it sucked. But there are times when you're like, just get this over just with. How go long do 90 I, days. How long will I actually be in there? But you don't think it's weird, the idea that, I mean, the whole thing is totally evangelical nonsense, this idea that, sure. like you said, it's, it's make-believe. You know that this app is on your devices, so right. you're not going to use those devices. Your 17-year-old's... Probably well, maybe not they would idiot. say, oh, okay, well, 
They didn't think about the devices. They may say, well, good, then it curbs the behavior. That's what we asked okay. for it to do. O- okay. Right? That's what they're saying is that we think you guys are probably doing stuff that you don't want to do, but now you have a partner. It's an accountability partner. Why do you have an accountability? Because there was no accountability before. Yeah. All we're saying is, using our minds, we have a burner phone. Right. But what I'm saying is it's not unusual for the parent to say, I want a net nanny or a covenant eyes, whatever. Sure. I want to keep an eye on my kids' devices. But for the kid to be getting a report from their parent is just odd to me. I no, mean, I'm not it's odd, but I guess maybe really, really the only weird. way I could defend it is that you'd say, look, I, I'm not asking you to do anything I wouldn't do. Yeah. You know, you, you might be thinking, oh, well, he does all this stuff because everybody does it. No, I don't. Yeah. You know, I think that would be the argument. Yeah, I mean, I, and I don't know, as an evangelical... Are, I'm assuming that no porn is okay. You have to tell your kids. You say zero porn is that the rule? Like, are they are they not allowed to masturbate? I don't know what evangelicals preach and what they say you can and can't do. I know Footloose. They I don't couldn't know dance, what real so. religious people are. You allowed to masturbate if you're real religious? I, I, I mean, uh, well, Catholics aren't supposed to, right? Because you're supposed to make a baby every time. Is that I wrong? I don't know. I thought Catholics weren't supposed to masturbate. I thought they did. You weren't. I thought it was supposed to be for I, reproductive, I and that's why you can't use birth control. Oh, but they, they now you can use condoms now, right? Oh, did they change it? I think the Catholic Church did. Oh, Catholic I didn't. Scan? I didn't know that they changed that. I thought you couldn't use yeah, contraception. I think they did years ago. Oh, okay. Maybe that new pope. He seems more up to date. Yeah. I think. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, that the new pope would change that. It's always funny to me when they just change it. Like we're getting rid of purgatory. I'm like, oh, so you decide that? I thought God decided that stuff, but I guess not. But, yeah, again, whatever. Monitor your kids' stuff, and if you tell them they can't masturbate, they can't look at porn, you know, good luck with all that. But I just can't imagine that the original intention of this covenant eyes was that your kids would be the ones getting your report. It's weird. It's really weird. And I get what you're saying, Lazo. They're not going to – the parent's not going to look at anything because they know that their kid's going to get the report. But the kids shouldn't be checking the report anyway. They're the child. Not you. If you want to share this stuff with someone, share it with your spouse. But yeah, so that's the Speaker of the House. We're learning a little bit more about this guy that we knew nothing about. He hmm. and his son, at least as of whenever this was, 2022, monitor each other's internet use. Could you imagine telling your kids that? Just out of the blue today, telling no. your kids, listen, I got this new software. You should tell them as a joke and just see how they respond. Just say, hey, no. I got this thing. It's called Covenant Eyes. I don't want them to think I might be doing I, it. I'm going to send you a report. You're going to say, just show them the video of Mike giving the speech. And they're like, so what do you think? I saw this guy talking about this. He's the Speaker of the House. No. I was thinking this might be a good idea. No. Also, as a parent, I don't have kids, so I don't know. But I would think that when you have, like he said, especially boys, but I think when you have a teenager that you know that they're, you know, learning about this stuff and that they're going through puberty and that certain things come with that. And, that I don't need to know all the details. No. I don't need to know. Now, that doesn't mean that I condone 14-year-olds having just unlimited access to whatever kind of porno they want to look at. I do think that that could be damaging. I believe people sure. when they say that. It makes sense to me. But I also don't want to look at every single thing that they're looking at. I don't no. know. You're a parent, so I don't know how it works. If you even consider having software that says, we'll look for these things. These kids or 17, we'll too. Things. 17 years old. So my thing is like, I mean, maybe you do it at 12. Yeah. And maybe you don't share yours, but maybe yeah. you do it at 12 or 13. But the kid's 17, man. 17. Either he agrees with what you've taught him or he doesn't. Right, exactly. You can't stop him from looking at porn He's for the rest of your life. Like, he will find a way. And I agree that with 11 or 12-year-olds, especially now, it's different when we were kids. Maybe an 11 or 12-year-old got a copy of a Playboy, like someone's dad's, you know, softcore nudie mag. In your case, you did get a hold of some 
German hardcore BDSM stuff. But for the most part, at that age, sixth grade, Pretty if anyone amazing. saw anything, I mean, it was you like can a get Playboy. a lot more now. For now, sure. a twelve-year-old has access, so I get it. And you know, we've got a a, a friend who's a, 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 he's twelve now. He's about to turn thirteen, and he's got a phone. And obviously, that's the thing. Like. What do you do about this? And people ask me, like, right. I don't know what the hell you do about it. What should we do? Are we supposed to check his device? I'm like, I don't know. I'm you, not checking uh, it. That's for sure. Put some. You can put some sort of I think you, adult thing on there. I'm sure a filter. I think you'd be a parent. I think you talk to him about real life. You raise kids for this generation, not the one you grew up in. You tell them, you know, the benefits and, the, and what can happen online and how it can be bad. And then you hope that you give them enough information to make good decisions. And they're not always going to make the best so ones. So you don't you actually don't... check to see if they're looking at things you wouldn't want Randomly, them to if you want. Okay. The, randomly, the random, but I wouldn't do it every like night. To- they need yourself. privacy, too. They're kids, man. Yeah, but it is okay they to toss know. yourself once in a while. I'm, and I don't well, even think go like to the chats every once in a while, but they know. Also, to not get bullied. You don't just want to keep an eye to see what's right. going on. Their they life know. is on their like, phone. You know, they're doing it on Snapchat. Anyway, I, think it's, I read that the number one way for communications of teenagers in America is Snapchat. Yeah, that's how they text. That'd be my so. thing, though. I wouldn't be trying to catch them or anything. I'd be trying to make sure he's safe. That they're safe. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But if you did see that there was... A lot of porn. It might be a cause for concern, depending on the sure. age. You're like, hey, you know what? I don't, I don't think you need to be going down this road at Also, what kind of porn matters? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know where you find... If he's watching your type of porn, then my God. I oh, yeah, my type of porn. They're not even naked, you moron. What are you talking about? It's just girls in nylons. That my type of porn would probably be preferred by a lot of people. I mean, the right, things yes. that I'm sure they're worried about is... Those Yours magazines might not even, in the might 80s. even show up on. I know it really might eyes. not. Like, yes, like, we thought it was just a librarian. She's <laughs> she's fully clothed and she's wearing high heels. I don't understand what's going on. She's talking a lot and then she whispers into the mic and then another librarian comes in and okay, they stand don't, there don't, together. I'm get all worked up. Okay, sorry. The Church of Alaska. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Yo! Yo! All right. All right, we're getting ready to doom scroll. Oh, mm-hmm. look at this. This isn't surprising. That Covenant Eyes. Guess who else uses Covenant Eyes? Another celebrity. Can you guess? Mm-hmm. You can guess. Kevin Sorbo. It's a reality star. 
Who would use Covenant Eyes, a reality star? Oh, Josh, a lot of them. Josh Duggar. Yeah, of course. Nurse, right. Makes sense. Yeah. Man, Covenant Eyes. I mean, look, like I said, we went to church, but I do feel hashtag blessed that we weren't evangelical. I'm sure my mom could have gone that down that road, I think. I don't know why she didn't, but somehow we ended up in the old, you know, just uh, recite this stuff every Sunday, and then we'll sing a couple different songs, and then you go home. It was just the same thing. There was no, like, hands in the air. You know, we didn't do any of that stuff. So when I would see people do that, someone would be like, hey, uh, do you want to come to church with me this weekend? Or, you know, come over, and then we got to go to church on Sunday. And I sometimes would go to friends' churches, and I'm like, what are you guys doing? It was so uncomfortable. They're they're closing their eyes and putting their hands up. I never went to a church where people spoke in tongues. No, I've never seen that. But my ex did. She grew up in a church where they spoke in tongues. And I found out, and I don't want to talk about this on the air because I don't want to get in trouble, but her old pastor, who when she was there, it was a, a small small church and it ended up turning into a huge movement. I saw he's IHOP. got some I saw he's got some allegations against him. Oh, yeah, that was IHOP, right? Yeah, yeah. I've seen that too. Like yeah. I saw there was something going on. Yeah. And that's the same guy. I mean, well, she, she, would, that? I she would talk him. about him by name. I didn't want to go into the details of the allegations because I don't have the stories in front of me. I don't remember exactly what they were. My brother was the one that sent it to me and I said, Oh, you know, uh this is exactly well it doesn't matter. But I've told you stories about that guy that mm-hmm. she had told me before. And it's kind of crazy. And then that whole thing just got so big. But, I mean, it's not surprising. Anyhow, Covenant Eyes, we'll put that behind us. We'll get your report a month from today. So December 6th is when I plan to see everyone's Covenant Eyes reports. Snowcone is going to be my accountability partner. And, uh, please, please. Um, is going to pay the $17 a month just to watch it play out. So we'll I try it for like a that. month. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, we're going to doom scroll coming up. This is a big day because Trump's in court and the judge was yelling at him today. I don't know if you guys saw any of the updates within the last couple of hours, but Trump's talking. You know, he, it's weird because he's got a gag order. He's not supposed to speak disparagingly. I mean, he can't talk bad about the the, the judge's employees, essentially people that work for the oh, court. Right, I don't remember yeah, exactly yeah. how that was worded. So I don't know if that means that he's also not allowed to do that in court, but that's kind of how it seems. And the judge was reprimanding Trump and his lawyers today and kind of going after him. This whole thing's weird. I mean, Trump is ahead right now in a lot of a lot of states. If you look at battleground states, they just put out a new poll. I think yesterday or this morning that I saw, or Biden's getting beat by Trump in some of these polls. Actually, a lot of these polls. So now you've got every you got this guy. Single time, it's the lesser of two evils. It's such, it's such an S show every single time. Well, you've got time. this. Who? What's the guy's name that just announced he was running last week? And yeah, put out I his. his name. He was on Bill Maher this week, and I saw him. But he was basically. He almost made it sound like he was running just to try and encourage more Democrats to run. I mean, he made it seem like Gavin Newsom should just run. Instead of doing this whole kind of secretly running, you know, testing the waters, just announce that you're running and do it because look at the polls. We need it. But anyway, we'll doom scroll. We'll talk about that. And, of course, we got to talk about uh, uh, the stuff that's going on in in Gaza. But we'll try and keep that part Mm, brief coming up. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, doom scroll, bitch. All right, we're doom scrolling. So there's been a lot of division in the United States and, of course, across the world about this conflict in Israel. And there's been dueling protests. We talked last week about, wasn't it Cornell that said they were canceling classes yeah. because of the protests on campuses? There's been a lot of protests on campuses. There's been people who say they don't feel safe, be they uh, because they're Arab or because uh, they're Jewish or, or whatever, that there's just been a lot of tension. Uh, it's not just on college campuses, but some of these protests over the weekend in big cities, I mean, there's a lot of people that have been 
showing up for these things. Tens of thousands at some. Nearly a month into the war between Israel and Hamas, passions rising here at home with demonstrations in multiple U.S. cities. During Sunday's New York City Marathon, pro-Israeli and pro-Palestinian supporters holding dueling protests. In Washington Saturday, a rally in support of Palestinians brought tens of thousands to the nation's capital. Long live Palestine! Crowds marched to the White House gates. According to police, the demonstration was largely peaceful. But after dark, some protesters shook the White House fences and began climbing them, leaving red handprints symbolizing blood smeared on the brick and vandalizing nearby statues. I don't know if you guys saw any images. I mean, there's a lot of people, and they're shaking the fence of the White House. Then when they leave, there's these... They look like bloody handprints right. and it's paint or whatever. And then, I don't know, I think that statue that they were going after, it looked like maybe it was Washington. I couldn't tell. It looked like they were trying to take it down, but I don't think they were successful. But, I mean, it's crazy how polarizing this has become. and Because you just think about other conflicts. I mean, I guess this is always the one that stirs a lot of emotions in, in people. But if you look at Ukraine... What happened in Ukraine? You might say, why are we spending so much money sending Ukraine weapons? Like, I've heard that criticism. Yeah, but that was I've heard people say, support, why, is, like. why is Biden? Well, there were some conservatives that were, oh, but, were saying, yeah, but, but we don't not, need to keep sending them all this money. Whatever. But I didn't hear, like, did you hear how many people just died mm-hmm. with these weapons that we sent them? Or did you hear about, you hear about this the hospital? That, that, you know, like when the hospital got hit by the, the, the Russians. not great. But. We talked about it that morning, you know, whatever. There was video and there were people coming out of the hospital and Russia said that, uh-huh. you know, oh, well, they were. It was strategic, just like they do in all of these wars. Mm-hmm. But to, to compare it to this, you, you can't because with this, everyone has dug in it seems, on one yes. side or the other, and they're super passionate about it. And you hear people say, the pro-Palestinian people who say they want a ceasefire, and then I see these debates with them. It's like, well, what does a ceasefire mean? I mean? Wasn't there kind of a ceasefire on October 6th before this started? You know, wasn't that a ceasefire? Because um, I do get the impression sometimes it feels like the pro-Palestinian people, and God, I don't really want to get involved in this too much, but to the, a ceasefire to them kind of means that they don't want Israel to respond. And they might say, actually, well, that is what we want. We think it's only point, fair. they've responded. I would say I, that's I, what their argument is. I understand. But and now it's not response at this point. At this point. Right. They, okay, so then you've got the people who say we want an equal uh, response, a measured response. So if this many people die from one attack, then you have to – but that's never how war works. And again, mm. it's just something that we never hear come up. You know, in the, we had half a million people die so far in the Syrian civil war. Russians allegedly were targeting hospitals. Like that stuff wasn't big news. But when you talk about Israel and Palestine, it immediately gets people worked up. Mm-hmm. And you see, I mean, that protest was huge. And you've mm-hmm. got college campuses who are saying, big schools saying, we're canceling classes because uh, of, of tensions. People are scared. I saw Obama weighed in, and it's been a while since I've heard Obama speak, but yeah. of course, very measured, as uh-huh. he was opposite of Trump, yep. trying to be thoughtful. I actually kind of clipped this together because he was taking. Long, long pauses to yeah. make sure that he was thinking exactly what he wanted to say. What Hamas did was horrific, and there's no justification for it. And what is also true is that the occupation and what's happening to Palestinians is, is unbearable. You have to take in the whole truth, and you then have to admit nobody's hands are clean. So that I felt like that was a pretty good mm-hmm. way of okay. answering that question and not taking a side, right? Yeah. If only we could figure that out. I feel like in the past, we, when we talked about it, we got quite a few people worked up. So at this point, it's just, hey, this is what's going on. A lot of protests, schools canceling classes. Uh, 
Israel is saying that I think the last I checked, but that was this morning that they were getting ready for this next round of uh, invasions or whatever, this invasion. The United States, as far as I know, still asking them to please use restraint, hold up. I did see also that the Pentagon confirmed that a U.S. nuclear sub is in the Middle East now. It was sent over there. And they confirmed that the United States is flying non-armed, unarmed drones over Gaza and Israel, I guess, to assess what's going on. But, uh, you know... Not, not great. Uh-uh, it's no. not great. And then when you see people, it's like we were already so divided in this country just over presidential elections, it seems, you know, and then everything that comes out of that. And with Trump being on trial and all these things, and now we've got this, and I don't even know who falls on which side m- more. You know, it seems like it's, I'm guessing it's mostly liberals that are the ones that are the pro-Palestinian. Are the and split. And they're all, they are I don't split. think the right's very split on this. They're pro-Israel, right? Yeah, they're I mean, that, yeah. that's that's kind of how this is broken down. But then the people on the left, it doesn't feel like they're these people fit into clear boxes. You know, I don't know. Maybe that means that the Democrats are more split within their own party issue. than Republicans are, because there's been a lot of things that they've been split on, especially social issues in the last five, six, seven, hell, maybe even ten years now. I mean, you talk about wokeism and things like that, but. Yeah, it's crazy. Hey, something a little bit lighter. I mean, I guess it's not really lighter, but because we don't know the details yet. But in Florida, a thrift store, not far, Lazlo, from where you used to spend all your time and from where our retirement home is, there's this thrift store there, and this anthropologist is walking through this thrift store, and I saw videos of this place. It's a huge store. It looks like one of those big antique stores, but they call it a thrift store. And uh, a lot of collectibles, jewelry, stuff like that. And one of the vendors there, it looks like a place that probably has individual vendors, but she's got a big glass case, and there's all this stuff in it. And in the corner of her case in the display there, there is a skull. And, I mean, it's pretty obvious to me that it's a human skull when you see images of it. But I guess this anthropologist needed to point this out to someone like, hey, that's a human skull. It's unclear whether the woman who had this skull thought that it was a prop, like maybe it was a movie prop, mm-hmm. or just thought. Because there are different rules about whether or not you can own this stuff based on dates and all that. You can't own that stuff now. I know you can't buy that stuff now. You can't call a morgue or someone else and say, hey, sell me a skull. They're not, even if someone donated, I don't think you're allowed to do that. I also don't think that you can donate your body to... I'd like to donate it to the thrift store, sell my parts because <laughs> I want people to collect <laughs> right, it and put my right. skull on a bookcase somewhere. But it, it's usually a big deal if you find a human skull. You have to call the police. This woman had it in a display case. It took an anthropologist to say, hey, that's human. And so then the woman who, I guess, quote-unquote, owns the skull said, all right, well, we'll call... The sheriff's department, and they are now, they've sent it to the, uh, oh, what do they call it, the medical examiner's office Mm -hmm. to figure out where this came from. I get the impression that they think it's really, really old. Yesterday, a shopper immediately knew what it was. She was an anthropologist, and so she called the Lee County Sheriff's Office and said, there's a human skull in this antique mall. It all started when Brian Copeland, who's partners with Meyer, found it in a storage locker they were hired to clean out. People ask, what's the strangest thing I've ever found in a locker? I can honestly say a human skull. Yeah, if, I mean, look, this is, I've never done anything like this. The whole collectibles thing, you're paying to buy storage lockers that, I didn't even know it was a thing till Storage Wars. I'm just going to be honest. Did you guys know that you could buy lockers that people hadn't paid on before Storage Wars? Okay. You knew that? No. You didn't? That I didn't know that you could buy them. Once that I show came like out, I was could. like, is that a real thing? And then I've, I feel like I've heard about it since then. So it's like maybe it's one of those things that I would have heard about and just not known what the hell they were talking about. It makes sense, I guess, that the person could stop paying on a storage locker or even die. 
I guess I would have assumed that the owner of the storage facility went in and said, all right, I'm just going to keep what I want and throw away the rest. But it makes sense that they could sell it, I suppose. Or yeah, after whatever. so many days, 90 days without paying yeah. or something, yeah. it probably yeah. becomes theirs. You, you can't see it before you buy it. You have to bid on it. Most of them seem to do it that way. But there are ones I've heard where they open the doors okay. and they say, come in, you know, right. this is they put price tags on things like this is what we want for this. But I would think that if you're one of these... I don't know, whatever this person is, they, she called it an antique store, the news called it a thrift store, whatever. You, you sell collectibles or right. odd junk, right. and you, he said, got paid to clean out this storage locker, but you went to a storage locker to clean it out, and you find a skull. I think your first move is you have to call the police. I don't know totally what the rules are about owning this stuff, but I'm pretty sure that when you find a skull, it's a big deal, because for all they know, it could be a murder victim right, I would think that, so. that's been a missing person for however long. And it's really weird if you watch those true crime shows, some of these where I was just watching one not that long ago, where a dog, like on Christmas Eve, a family dog brought a human skull up to their porch. And they're like, oh, my God. So they call the cops, and the cops are a little bit skeptical. Like, I don't think this is going to be a human skull. But they get there, and it is. And I'm thinking, how do you go from the dog has this skull, it's nothing but a skull, to solving this, right? To me, that would just seem impossible. If I was a cop, I'd be like, just put it back. Just go figure out where the dog got it and bury it. I am not opening this. So all this paperwork to talk about where the skull came from. But a lot of times they do. They solve those. There was one in Missouri years ago where they found a skull uh-huh. like at a Boy Scout camp. They did the facial reconstruction. Yeah, and yeah, they did the whole that. thing. Yeah. And then it turned out to be uh, this dude's wife, right, that he had killed. I think she was uh, she was an immigrant from like the Philippines, mm. something like that. They did, I think they figured that one out because near the skull, they found like a a rivet from her jeans and that brand was only sold in certain mm. countries it's like man wow. the amount of work that you have to go through yeah. to figure this out if you have someone that you suspect was missing like near fort myers i guess and they say we think that this is a white man between the ages of 20 and 40 which is one of the things i hear them say you know they give these age ranges and they can tell race a lot of times and gender or sex uh then I guess you say, was there anyone missing around this time because we think it's about this old, and you start comparing dental records. But otherwise, I would think there's, n- there's no way. This thing's been in a storage locker, but you start looking at who, who owned the storage Who's locker. Who's missing in this area? What yep. are the cold cases that we have on file? Yep. How old is this person? Like, you start to narrow it down. Yeah, and you can. You and, know, you look and maybe it's and- not. It's somebody from a completely different area, but you know, your first step seems logical. Yep. Who had that storage locker? You know, right. Has his name come up anywhere? How long? Yeah. Where was this person from? Yep. What cold cases are still out there? Yeah. You know, but whose body hasn't been found? And, you know, I think you start to narrow it down probably pretty quick. But you would call the cops immediately, Of course. Right? Yes. If you find a skull, you, yeah, I think you have you, to, you well, have to call the cops. Well, even more so, because now I own that storage unit. If the cops somehow, not even because, yes, I want to solve the crime and help somebody, but even if out of self-preservation. Yes. I own this storage yes, unit, and exactly. if in three years it tracks them down to that, somehow yes. somebody opens up a cold case, they're like, well, let's go check this storage unit from this guy. Only I own it now, and there's a skull in there. Yep, exactly. No, I don't need that headache. What I don't do is hand it to my wife and say, we should you know, sell this. Put it in the glass display yeah, case no. and see what we can get for it. Like, no, I think you got to call the cops. Nowhere in this story, though, did they even mention anything about this couple who had this thing on display being in any type of trouble or reprimanding them, saying that they shouldn't, that they should have called the cops sooner. There was nothing about that, just that this anthropologist found it and said, that's a human skull. I don't know how you could look at it and not know that it's a human skull. Like, what else... I, uh, I saw the skull. Fake skeleton. Perfect. I probably would have thought you could it was think a, it's fake. I would have thought it was fake, like right. some sort of Halloween decoration. Yeah. and tossed it. I guarantee I would have thought it that. It looks like a real. I mean, if it's fake, then you just have to think well, that's a really good movie prop. Yeah, right? I would think it's like it's one of those things they plastic. put candles in or something. I, I wouldn't think there's a like human skull in it. Yeah, but 
there you go. I honestly, I think I probably just toss it. Like that's one of those things you put a candle in underneath. It. No idea. Well, if you're selling junk, you know, and you're cleaning out this locker, I guess you think this. If, yeah, right? if it is you a might prop, sell it then, yeah, it might yeah. be worth something. Whatever, but I, if any mm. chance that it's real, just call the cops. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo! Doom scroll, you big horny son of a bitch! All right, I got my covenant eyes right up your. I know you do. Main street. You're my co- you're my covenant partner. Trump testified today in court, and he was apparently scolded by the judge. We have breaking news now. Things are getting heated between former President Trump and the judge as Trump testifies in the civil fraud trial against him, his older sons, and his business. The judge is visibly frustrated with Trump's answers, telling him, "Quote: This is not a political rally." This is a courtroom. The judges even demanded that Trump's lawyers, quote, control their client. And keep in mind, this judge has already ruled Trump and his adult sons are liable for using false and misleading statements to conduct business. Now Trump's testimony could determine how they'll be penalized. This says former President Donald Trump was caught in a lie during his Monday what? testimony, telling prosecutors he was too busy in the White House to be involved in the uh, preparing for the 2021 financial statements, even though he had already been succeeded by Joe Biden at that point. Asked about whether he was involved in the 2021 valuations of his properties, Trump defended himself by telling prosecutor Kevin Wallace, quote, I was so busy in the White House, my threshold was China, Russia, and keeping our country safe. Yeah, that's a big job. Wallace followed up by asking, just to clarify, you weren't president in 2021, correct? (laughs) To which Trump replied, no, I wasn't. Oh, damn. Trump took the stand today, and the judge uh, admonished him and told told his lawyers to control their client. Man, I wish we had video of this. Come on. Come on, we got pictures. So that's really, he was like, I was busy doing this. And he's like, hey, you weren't president. (laughs) Yeah, that's what this says. (laughs) Man, that's crazy. I didn't even think about it when he said it. I just assumed he was president. That's funny. Yeah, I guess those lawyers keep an eye on those details like that. You know, like what year it was and things like that. So, yeah. uh, But the good news for Trump, he may have had a bad day in court. But the good news for Trump is that in the latest polls, he is beating Biden. If the election were to happen tomorrow, he's got about a three-point lead. Donald Trump is holding on to his status as the frontrunner in the GOP primary. That's not all. (laughs) That's not all. A new CBS poll looks at a potential rematch between President Trump and President Biden, and it shows that Donald Trump is slightly ahead. He's got an advantage beating Biden by three percentage points if the election was held right now. So this is exactly what some Democrats have been talking about. And they say that, you know, you need someone else to run. You've got that guy that no one's ever heard of. He announced last week that he's running. So what's his name? I can't think of his name now. What the hell is his name? Hold on. Let me his look him up. last name is... I just watched him on Bill Maher this weekend. He seemed, uh, seemed cool. I know he's a Jewish guy, right? Democrat. I'd never heard of him before. I watched his, um, his video that he put out when he announced that he was running. But he was saying to Bill Maher, he's like, these other people... He, they, Bill Maher asked him, like, you know, if you could just have anyone be president... Who would it be? And he didn't say himself. It was clear that what he's saying is we need to get these Democrats who are talking about this stuff in hushed circles like, hey, Biden's old. Yeah. Hey, Biden's losing to, to Trump in these polls. Hey, maybe we should do something. Instead of doing that, come out and say, hey, Joe Biden, you've done a great job, but here's some other candidates. He's like, Gavin Newsom has been kind of doing this secret campaign. He's yeah, going to these other he, states. He he's really giving all these speeches. Yeah. So just come out, he said, and announce already that you're going to run. So that's that's the uh, the the issue now is will more Democrats and I decide feel to like, join the I race? I mean, I don't know Joe Biden, right? We don't know him, but I feel like if the Democrats came to him politely, right, and were like, "Yo, you said when you ran you were going to be a bridge, right?" Yeah, you know, let be a bridge, man. Well, you've got this these strategists, these top. But I think the problem, I, I think Biden would probably say, "Okay." 
Maybe I really do. But yeah. I think the he prom- ran a lot though. Hmm? He ran for president a lot, didn't he? Who? No, he won it. Yeah. He won it, and he oh, said... I'm saying he, he tried for a long time. It yes. seems like it might be hard to give it. up now that he tried for so well, long. Well, I yeah. think if you said he wasn't, but he tried for so long and he got it. He won. He was president of the United States of America. Yeah. I don't think the problem is Biden saying, all right, if they came to him. I think the problem is Kamala. Well, that's the, she'd yeah, be the natural yeah. choice, I and there you go. The I think that's the problem. This is the issue. God, the, no. I think Biden would say, all right, man, hey, I, I'll throw my hat behind... Mm-hmm. Gavin Newsom or whatever. If this mm-hmm. is what you guys want, I was president. I get it. I'm older. Let's go. I said I would be a bridge because we didn't have anyone at yeah, that time that we thought could beat him. But there's no way he doesn't throw his hat behind Kamala. That be it's it's his vice. So yeah. well, that's the problem. Is that so? That's another issue. People for whatever reason hate Kamala. Now you can say that you have reasons and that's fine. Whatever. Sure. I'm going to say out of my opinion about Kamala. The point is, people apparently really dislike her, and it comes up in every poll. So they have this huge issue, and that's one thing is like, could a presidential candidate who's seeking a second term say, I'm going to get a different vice presidential candidate, you know, I'm going to have a different running mate for the second term because the first one's killing me. Sure. It's so unlikely that he would do that to her, yeah, but she's, yeah. you know, in every poll they say she's hurting him. She has a lower approval rating than he does, and his are already historically mm-hmm. low, like 30-some percent, mm-hmm. and hers is lower than his. But what do you do? You can't just kick her out and then say, well, now no. Gavin Newsom's going to be... But it's a huge concern because of his age. People go, well, if something happens to him, Kamala's going to be president. And for whatever reason, they may have the reasons. Yeah, but I they think don't like Kamala. Before. I, I don't necessarily know that the vice president wins you or lose. They've never been proof It's hurting him right now, though, they're saying. But, yeah, but there's never been proof of that in an election that the vice president But you've matters. never had a, a yeah. president who's 80-some years old and looks frail sure. running you know, to be reelected. We've had old presidents. Well, Reagan's was but, old. Yeah, but he was. You know, Trump's old. Yeah, but I Biden's mean, like older. All old. Yeah, Biden's older, and you can see that he, look, we can defend him all we want. The guy is not the same. I watch him give no, speeches. He has it. a hard I'm time talking. I've never seen uh, no, but I've never seen a vice president. I, I, maybe I'm wrong. Well, you I'll, saw Palin brought a lot of support with, as far as that that ultra right to McCain, right? I mean, some people yeah, like to, to yeah. some degree, but he also played Bush's lapdog sure. and brought them in himself. I think like, the issue here is that people are worried this time more than ever that this president might not live. Another four years. Let's be honest. That's what they're yeah, thinking. He's, sure. not, he's already passed the life expectancy yeah. for a white guy. So uh, this person, there's a very reasonable chance, could be president. And I don't know that they always think that. I mean, well, it crosses I, your mind. Maybe, but, but I, 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 I doesn't mean that we had to argue. But I heard the same debate about McCain yeah. and Palin. He's not going to make it. He's going to die. Look at him. He's old. He's, sure. you know, all those things. And that didn't seem to mess with him, you I know, know, to the extent that... I don't think we're. I, you're right. I think Snow going if anything, Palin helped him with mm-hmm. his party. So I don't. I don't know that the vice president. You know, you can't it, that, that it matters. Well, just based on polling, people say it matters. So you know whether it well, actually does or not. People, if they would say, "Hey, we know you don't like Kamala, so uh, uh, Kamala, whatever. We know you don't like her, but when it comes to voting." They say they are vote for Trump. There right. are some that do. Yes, it's that's can, the problem. Can't be yeah. many. I know that's but what you think, but there are people say, who this say guy yes. Is ancient. There's a good chance. I'm not hoping for, but there's a good chance he could die within four years, which would or make have health issues that just right. prevent really him from. I think the people that. who just right, but I think it is legitimate. Yeah. But I think those people to say that they would then they jump to vote for Trump is ridiculous. It's not. It's not going to happen. It seems crazy. I know, but there are people that are saying they would. Yeah, but I don't believe it. When they find those undecided people after debates, exactly. How are you undecided? I don't believe. But that's because we're too gonna, involved. No, we, right. we follow it too closely. I think closely. anybody who is going to vote for Biden says, well, he could die. And if his vice president becomes president, boy, 
complete. I'd rather it. have Trump as president. I just don't believe anybody making that those it's mental bizarre. gymnastics. It's totally bizarre. If it bro. is, it's ten people that the media wants you to click on. It's not real. Well, so the point is, there are people who are whatever they are, unaffiliated mm-hmm. or maybe even left of center. I don't know. Who are dumb. saying that they are worried about Biden's age I think and they don't want him? True. And that you, you've got forty some percent of Democrats saying they don't want him to run again or yeah. whatever it is. I it's think a, all it's that's astounding. true. Asking any of those people when they go in and say, "Would you then vote for Trump because of it?" The answer well, is no. The problem is when the margins are this close, though. That's when you start to worry. David Axelrod. I mean, people who follow politics know mm-hmm. David Axelrod. Mm-hmm. He's come out and said that it is not wise for Biden to really? seek a second term. Yeah, he says wow. he doesn't think it's a good strategy, and he says he should not be pursuing a second term in office. I would agree with all of that. My only thing is that then you're – how does he not, and how do the Democrats not, the DNC, pick up the VP? They don't have to do that. They can pick whoever wins the primary. Of course, but they're going to put their and she's weight. she's going to lose. Well, that's why I like that this like guy it. is coming out and saying, look, okay, I'll, exactly. be, the, I'll be the first one. Exactly. I'll be the one to do it, that's what he. It's pretty clear like to me that. that that's what he's trying to do. He's saying, Okay, fine, it'll be me. It's not like he's saying, I am going to win this thing, right. although I'm sure he will but say someone that. someone needs to try. He made it pretty clear in that interview on Friday night. The Democrats need to start stepping up and saying it only costs a thousand dollars. You go put your name and on the they ballot, want to, but no one wants to be the first. So he's right. like saying, "Okay, exactly, I'll be the first, so you don't have to be." That's exactly what, and I, I totally respect that. that right, that's the impression I'm yeah. getting from him. Is he's saying, "Let's just do it," and he's saying, "Like Gavin, get in the race. Let's just right. go." You, come we, on, we know Gavin. Wants we know what you're so doing. Bad. Like, right, we know he wants to do it. Right. but come, come on, on but he's also young enough that he could wait four years. He could, he could, sure. But you know, mm. it's it's clear that he's doing these things that look like he's. Trying to test the waters and going to these different sure. states when he's the, he's and giving these extra years. speeches. Yeah. And they're like, look, we know what you're doing, so just come out and do it. Uh, Russell Brand, he has been charged, or sorry, I shouldn't say charged, accused of another alleged assault. Remember when they did the remake of Arthur back in like 2010, sure. the Dudley Moore movie, and Russell Brand you like that took movie? a shot? I like the original Arthur a lot. We were talking about it while you were out smoking on Twitch. I love the original Arthur. I never liked either one of them, really. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I mean, I, I like Dudley, Dudley Moore, really and I get why it was fun. I, you know, I, it was one of those movies that I've watched. I watched when I was a kid when it came out. Me too. I've watched since then, and it's always like, man, I wish I liked this more. Oh, I like it. But I was a kid when it came out, and that is part of it. I do have an affinity for it you know, from watching it as a kid and thinking it was really funny. But they remade it with Russell Brand in 2010, and I actually at that point was excited. I remember talking to someone from Rotten Tomatoes or whoever we had on the air. I was excited about the Arthur remake, and I went to the theater by myself to see it, and I was like, well, that wasn't so good. You're going to marry Susan Johnson. Hello, Arthur. Ah! Mm. What was that? A French kiss. Really? Because the French always surrender. That was decidedly German. So that was Jennifer Garner. Now, as I was reading this story, I was like, well, who's this person? Because the person who's accusing him is a Jane Doe, who was allegedly an actress on the set. But as I read further into this uh, other article... This actress said that she'd been hired for a few days of work and that after this incident, they did not call her back. So it sounds to me like she was not in the movie. So it wasn't Jennifer Garner or Greta Gerwig. Mm-hmm. Greta right? Gerwig. Okay, yeah. Greta Gerwig. Mm-hmm. I'm getting her and the 11-year-old environmentalist confused. Sure. That's Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. Thunberg. Thunberg or something. So, yeah. But this is a pretty serious accusation. They, first of all, she says that he came on the set drunk. He was carrying a, was bottle, supposed to be. a bottle of vodka with him. He's a drunk. A bottle of vodka with a method actor. And remember that the other incidents that he's already been accused of happened between 2006 and 2013. And I think that was all when he was off the wagon, I believe. Uh, She says that he was drinking, that he brought vodka onto the set, and that he exposed himself to her, Mm. showed his penis to me on set, and in full view of the cast and crew, she said, the complaint alleges that later that same day, 
Russell Brand followed this actress into a bathroom and, quote, assaulted me as a member of the production crew guarded the door from outside. Whoa. The complaint also targets Warner Brothers Pictures, uh, Langley Park Pictures. The actress said that as a result of the assault, quote, I suffered and continue to suffer extreme embarrassment, shame, and fear, end quote. She said that she'd been booked for three days of work on set, but after the assault the first day, she was not called back and was only paid for the one day. So, Hmm. pretty crazy. Another... Wait, she only worked on it for one day? She's saying that she was supposed to be there for three days of work, and then after he assaulted her, they didn't call her back. So they just paid her for the one day. But, Hmm. I mean, the fact that she's accusing him of taking her into this room and then having someone from the staff block the door. We've heard some stories like that before from celebrities, athletes, whatever, at strip clubs, things like that. That's what that reminds me of, that whole false imprisonment thing. You closed the door. I didn't want to be in here. That's That's serious. But Russell Brand has now made an entire career – out of you know his second career now is all about mm-hmm. saying the media is fake, everything's fake, and now they're coming after me. So his supporters, the woman who accused him, has said she is really nervous about her name getting out because she does not want his followers coming after him because they certainly would. They'd probably try and dox her and everything else. Sure. I mean, do you believe these allegations against Russell Brand? It's the kind of thing like they said with Michael Jackson, but you know. I guess before we had those long interviews and documentaries about Michael Jackson, it was really evident. But it's just the number of accusations. You go, okay, at some point you have to say, there's a lot of allegations here, or a lot of, a lot of uh, victims, you know, sure. supposed victims. I'm going to tend to believe, if I have to put my money on it, that you were acting inappropriately. I don't know. I wasn't there. But based on all this, could they be targeting him? I guess. Why? Because he's an anti-vaxxer. It really doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens. But that's a pretty serious one. The Church of Laszlo. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yo. Yo. All right. All right I, coming up, I, I know I think I mentioned this to you earlier today, but have you seen the story from, about the Chicago Blackhawks? And oh, I get, yeah, yeah, yeah. So did you know that there was – you knew about the previous allegations? Yes, there's been stuff about sexual – Because they talk about it like Patrick this is happening King again. was involved somehow. Someone named long... Beach, I want to say. Right, yeah. Uh, something like that. I, I'll read it when we get to the story. But it's just crazy because it involves grown adults doing this to one another. I mean, I'm, I guess I understand that that can happen, but I've never been in a s- s- situation where I – if I look back at my entire life, I can't think of a situation where, you know, what could have happened there is this person could have behaved this way. I mean, I guess it could happen any time, but I've never heard anyone say that someone has behaved that way to them. I've never heard somebody say, this guy hit on me and right. did it this way. I've just never heard that. But then you read these allegations. I mean, I believe this person because there's multiple allegations. But first, 
Snowcone sent me this story. Yeah, what did mm. I send you? The one that you sent me this weekend. The, the, now, this is from uh, San Francisco Gate, okay? This is the headline. It's true. People do poop a lot. In ride lines at Disneyland oh, and Disney World. I did send you this. You did send me no, this. No, I didn't. Oh, my God. You're going to pretend like you didn't send me the poop story. You're just trying to find a way to talk about a poop story. Oh, I would never send you a poop story. You find them all on your own. Snowcone sent me this poop story. I promise Anyhow, you I didn't. They say it sounds too disgusting to be true or too outlandish to be real, but they say a Disneyland urban legend about people pooping while they stand in line for rides is unfortunately absolutely real. Now, I've only been to Disney World once. It's been a long time ago. I don't remember anyone pooping. But... I say twice in the last month, there have been people that have posted on the Disney World subreddit about things that they saw while waiting in line. One person said they were waiting in line, and someone let their kid take a dump on the floor, and then they just walked away and left. Okay, I've never and seen they, that. I understand, but you've got people who claim to be employees who start chiming in and saying, yeah, this is way more common than you would think. That fecal sighting was supported almost in real time by commenters who said they worked at the attraction. Quote, for skeptics, this did happen. Fun fact. This was one of three poop-related incidents at the ride today. Less fun fact, I was here for all three of them. Three? Yeah, three poop incidents in one day, they said. On another thread, a commenter bemoaned the behavior of park guests at the wildly popular attraction Flight of Passage, which I don't know what that is. says, quote, bodily fluids no longer bother me after working at Disney, they wrote. Let's just say that the attraction I work at has what the cast ended up dubbing the poop hall because of the Mm. amount of times guests have gone in there and pooped. I'm guessing this must be like when you're waiting in lines and you're in those buildings and they wrap around and they've got little things. Sounds to me like people are going into these areas and these lines, dropping trowel, pooping, and getting back in line. I mean, I guess if people are waiting in line for two and a half, three hours, well, how long do people wait in line for rides at Disney World if they don't have a fast pass? A long time. I know that when I went... 90 minutes, longer we waited, than that. We waited sure. over two hours for one thing. I remember they opened Space Mountain. It had been closed. And my brother's like standing there when they opened. He goes, let's go. And we were literally... It takes almost five minutes just to walk through the empty line section so we wrote it and we we're like let's write it again before the line gets long by the time we got back the line was like 90 minutes long already mm. it's crazy i feel like if you go to one of these places you have to buy some sort of fast pass or go you have to. when it's raining i don't I know think they give you three like when you just buy regular ticket they give you three to let you get in this is a fast pass okay at least we, that's what we got i mean dude it's not fun waiting no, in line all day is not fun and when you're talking about 90 minutes per line sucks. that's your whole day it's not fun. your whole day is standing there leaning against poles Talking to your family. You could have done this at home. Anyway, um, according to this former Disneyland custodial team workers, they've written about this unsavory topic. Uh, there's a book called Cleaning the Kingdom, Insider Tales of Keeping Walt's Dream Spotless. We have to get these people on the podcast, Snowcone. Yeah, there's a chapter titled Disgusting Things. Uh, former cast members, uh, that's what they call the employees or former cast members. Ken Pellman and Lynn Barron reveal there's even a name for such happenings. They call it Human Code H. A Code H, according to the authors, originally referred to as horse crap. A Code H meant a custodial worker needed to clean up after one of the horses pulling up uh, the Main Street vehicles. Mm-hmm. They have those. Yeah, I, I remember no, Then pooping on the street yeah, makes sense. Right them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and you're always like, God damn. Yeah, yeah they follow right Especially when them. you're little, you're like, man, that. Those are, I didn't realize horses poop so big. Oh my God. Yeah, especially when you get like those Clydesdales so out there. I'm so happy right now. I'm not happy. Yes, you you sent me a story. I've only been to Disney to once. Oh my God, Snowcone. I'm literally reading it from my messages that you sent me. Anyhow, if you are planning a trip to Disney for Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever, uh, I would like to go sometime. I don't have kids, but it's one of those things that I feel like I'm missing out going as an adult just because I don't have kids, and that's. Lame, because I'd like to go, and I'd like sure. to spend my own money to get a fast pass or whatever, 
and experience I'm it as an adult. I'm trying to do the Lazlos thing, the thing you got for Universal. That oh, sounds so awesome. Man, if you're yeah. going, you got to go. You got to sell your car to it's get like that, extra, what, No, you don't. It's like two or three grand. It's just like a few months of saving or whatever. It's like, depending on the day, it has... You know, a, a variable price. Yeah, pick a Tuesday or whatever. If it's like a Saturday, it's more expensive. But you pick a day where it's not overly busy to begin with, mm-hmm. and it's like an extra couple hundred bucks a ticket. Yeah, that's a lot. Oh, that's but it? Just yeah, save. Oh, saying. I yeah, thought it was like just, three thousand, thirty-five hundred dollars no. when we looked it well, up. Well, if you have three people, it's like yeah. three hundred. That's like a thousand dollars extra. Okay. Well, so just yeah, save a couple extra. Said, totally worth it. That, you're that's getting a lobster. Thing. You're getting chauffeured around. You get that's awesome. Yep. And I would, ra- I think I'd rather go to Universal. Because pass at Universal, where that you, you, with the Fast Pass, which I paid for, it's kind of a pain in the ass. You got to put in a thing; you can only do two at a time. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. With the Universal thing, they put a pass on you, right? Yeah. And you walk up to whatever ride you want, and they're just like, "Okay, there's a Fast Pass line that you can pay, and then there's a VIP thing, and they mm-hmm. take you a completely different way." Walk you up and put you on it. Yeah, okay. Awesome. And then as you ride through, like there's a ton of people waiting in, in line for the Simpsons ride, right? Mm-hmm. You go do it. They come back around. You go, I'm just going to stay on. And they're like, cool. What? They'll yeah. stay on? Yeah, I'll just stay oh, on. Dude, I'll just live on a that's roller coaster. That's the way to go. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think if you don't have kids, isn't Universal the better place to go? I think it's way better. I liked it more as a kid, I think. It had Jaws. I know they got rid of that. But the Tower of Terror and all well, that stuff at Universal. Kingdom, but. Universal was. I went to all three Disney parks. We went to Epcot, Magic Kingdom, and whatever the other one was. I mean, they were fine, but I thought Universal was way cooler as a kid. There you go. JXM on the Twitch says, We literally did this in September on Laszlo's advice at Universal. It was worth the money a thousand percent. There's no doubt about it. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Okay, Laszlo, this is. First of all, I'm not a hockey fan. I don't know anything about it. I could become a hockey fan, I think, but. I'm not a big hockey fan. I certainly don't follow the NHL. And I'm not from Chicago. I have no ties to Chicago. But I still think this story is interesting. Now, Lazlo said that he knew about this. There were previous allegations like this has happened before. But I saw this on Reddit today. I saw it posted several different uh, subreddits. It says, ex-Blackhawks player mm-hmm. is suing the team. He alleges he was sexually assaulted. And they just put the name in the title here by Brad Aldrich. The Blackhawks, once again, the subject of scathing sexual assault allegations from a former player. Once again. The lawsuit yeah. filed mm-hmm. this, this past week claims Brad Aldrich used his authority to groom, harass, threaten, and assault John Doe for sexual gratification during the 2009-2010 season. The lawsuit also claims the Blackhawks covered up the player's complaint, saying the team acted, quote, with an utter indifference and or conscious disregard for the safety of its employees, including John Doe. Okay, now I want to be careful how I say this. And I think I've figured out a way to say it carefully and try and get my point across. I don't know that I've ever heard of a news story where, or one of these stories, where it involves adult men, because these guys were adults, Mm -hmm. saying that they were groomed. Like I've never, you know, when I think groomed, I think young person, you know. Of but course. to say that they were groomed, like Terry Crews, who said he was assaulted, but I don't, he never right, said he was groomed. Yeah, the 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 fact that you Brendan know, Fraser, because that's a quote that he you know he said that they groomed that he groomed, harassed, threatened, and assaulted. Maybe Corey Feldman. Uh, but mm, he was yeah. he an adult though. 
Uh, he was pretty young when that I th- stuff was Right, happening. they were talking about that happening to them you could as say kids. He was groomed, I yeah, imagine. they were groomed, but they were kids. That's what I usually think of as kids. These guys, because I was confused, they're not saying the name, they're saying John Doe, but they talk about the guy who had previously accused the team of similar things. And they give his name, and, and these guys were adult players. The lawsuit alleges 15 counts of negligence by the Blackhawks, according to the documents. Um, it says here, this is a continuation of the institutional and cultural abuses that we are seeing coming from our sports teams, whether they are local teams or from ones that are around the country. This is one of the lawyers in this guy. So here's the they, – they put bullet points on here, and they say, according to the suit, John Doe is accusing Aldrich of the following acts. Number one. Aldrich sneaked into the bedroom of John Doe while he was having sex with a woman and tried to join the encounter. He made his presence known by playing with John Doe's feet in the dark. Mm. Now, let's say... I did that to you that I was going to say, let's say, Snow Cone, that you know, we're all at a house party at one of our houses where someone goes in the bedroom and they're having sex with a girl and one of us walks in there and tickles the other guy's feet. I yeah. mean, you'd be mad and you'd be like, get out of here, but it's not... It's not that hard to imagine, right? No. It's, it's really not hard to imagine. It's not hard all. to imagine at all. Like someone walking in there and tickling their feet and being like, come on, let me join you. And I could see someone getting very angry or maybe saying, sure, jump right in. Okay, number two, Aldrich approached John Doe from behind, hugged him from behind, and grounded his, uh, you know, against John Doe's back and buttocks over the top of his clothes. So he, they're not naked or anything, but he's coming up behind him and. Hugging him too hard, right? Okay. Number three, Aldrich sent harassing text messages to John Doe. Now, to me, that's the one where if you've got those text messages, yeah. there's your evidence. Mm-hmm. Number four, Aldrich once texted John Doe that he could, quote, give oral sex better than any woman could. Jesus, dude. Now, would it be, could you no imagine me texting you that, that one? Yeah, right. but that's to you. Could you imagine one of Well, I'm saying, we're adult men. If I texted you and said, dude, I promise you, I can you better than any woman could. Would that shock you? Shock well, me? No, because it's you. It's it's us. We this is what we this is what we do. But because yeah, I guess I don't know what it's like in the locker room. But I, I, well, and this is some sort of a coach. I don't know how old this guy was. Uh, I showed they showed a picture of him. He looked pretty young. So if you're envisioning like a you know a lot of these stories involve these older guys mm-hmm. or whatever and these mm-hmm. young players. This guy looked like he was pretty young. So he's telling him, hey, you know what? Why be with the woman? You could be with me. And then the last one during a 2010 Western Conference Final, Aldrich texted John Doe a picture of his penis. The Secretary of Blackhawks President John McDonoghue was allegedly seated beside Doe when he received the text message. Doe showed uh, the Secretary the image. The Secretary is referred to as Employee A in the report, according to Doe's legal representation. For the, we've talked about this a million times, but the whole sending a picture of your penis thing is still crazy to me. Mm-hmm. I, it's because I'm old, and I get it. It's not like I don't know how to use my phone, though. It's not like I'm not on my phone quite a bit, but... Right. I mean, hell, we had smartphones. Everyone started really carrying smartphones around 2010, 2011, right? The iPhone comes out in 06, 07. Mm-hmm. By 2010, 2011, we're all pretty much carrying smartphones. So I was 29. I was young. But I knew that people were doing this, and I, it never crossed my mind to participate. Like, that is something that you just can't take back. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we started to see that so many guys would just take pictures and send them unsolicited. I mean, that right. became part of our vernacular. Unsolicited yeah. D-pics became yeah. part of our vernacular in the 2010s. It's crazy. It's like, what would happen if you gave guys a camera that was connected to someone else's camera across the country, across town, 
uh, wirelessly, what would they do? Well, we found out. Right. They send pictures of their junk. And it's really hard to imagine as an adult in your workplace, you know, this was a sports team, but at the radio station, whatever. Could you imagine, Lazo, anyone that we've ever worked with, a guy just sending you a picture of his penis? Um, that would be the one. Of all those things, I know it sounds crazy, but the coming in, tickling the feet, all that stuff, mm-hmm, I would mm-hmm. be annoyed. Hugging me too hard, picked, yeah. but sending me the picture, and I don't know what were in those text messages, but sending me the picture, at that point, I'd be like, all right, I'm reporting this. And I feel like it takes probably a lot for guys to come forward Absolutely. because they're embarrassed, just like women, and guys are embarrassed that they're going to have this stigma of yep. you know, people saying that you're gay or whatever yeah, I mean, it is. Terry Crews talked about it a lot. Yeah. Brendan Fraser, yeah. So I know that it's easier to just... Not say anything. Maybe talk sure. to your coworkers about it. But I think at that point, like Lazo, if someone, just imagine anyone that we've worked with, at some point at the radio station, you're sitting at home, mm-hmm. and he just sends you an unsolicited picture of his junk. At that point, do you say, all right, I'm getting a lawyer? No. I'm telling the boss? I think they're drunk. So you just, you just roll with it. Even Okay, no, if you take no, that no. other stuff into consideration, he tickled your feet once, he hugged you from behind, and I guess he's you know, telling you that he gives good oral pleasure. Mm-hmm. Then he sends you the D pick, man. I don't know. I think that's enough. Oh, I don't know. Certainly I don't know if enough. that's grooming. I don't. I guess I don't know exactly. Well, saying he won it doesn't mean that it's not something maybe the right thing to no, do for I, other people. I know, know, but I'm saying that Laz and I usually would agree on this sort of thing. Like what our response would be, and hell, most of the time because we're usually together would be to discuss with one another what should we do. This right. happened to me. I think at that point, I I think Lazo would tell me, hey, you got to report this. I know, Lazo, if, I, if all those things happened, not just the D-Pick, the D-Pick was the final thing, but if all that other stuff had happened and yeah. he was texting and said that, I don't think I'd say you got to report it. If it was you nonstop, don't? you know what I mean? Every day I think I'd sending... say just keep holding that onto that stuff in case something happens here. Well, there's that. I think that's that. another thing is save those text messages, of course. save the picture. I do think that's uh, certainly a thing. But it's, I just thought it was interesting that they're saying this happened to multiple guys and that they're adults and that they're calling it grooming. You know, yeah, assaulted and groomed. Yeah. It's interesting. You think about when you think about this stuff. You think about kids, right? Right. Yeah. Because all this stuff has been kids being harassed, or just you know, they're, they're still kids, teenagers, whatever, students in school. But the adult thing, you know, this is like I never thought of it. But the Boy Scouts and a professional sports team do have some things in common, right? It's all dudes, well, right. and you're alone yeah. with a and dude I know in what charge. Happens with younger kids, yeah, especially hockey's known for it because, oh, really? yeah because you're taking like kids at 13 you're sending them off to canada to play oh. you know junior hockey mm. and you know you're basically you don't see your kid he's right. there for nine ten months a year and they're you know wow. coached and raised by these guys yeah so i know that there's a lot of history of that yeah in the junior hockey world um, but so those people would be pedophiles. Yes. My thing is with this guy, if he's a gay man who likes other adult men, why like, isn't he just If I didn't, if I didn't think it was funny that you came in and tickled my feet right. while I was having sex. So I just think that I don't know why I wouldn't just be like, dude, I'm not gay. come in here again, I'll kick your ass or right. whatever. Right. Like That's the thing that gets me. And I know people are going to say, okay. oh, I didn't want to say that. Right. I didn't want to say it. but Because I, people are going to be like, oh, that, you know, grown men can be manipulated like anybody else. But I'm like, I, it's odd, Maybe right? I'm, yeah, I would think like if if our boss came into my office and was like, "Here's my, <laughs> touch it," I'd be like, "No," <laughs> like, and I wouldn't be scarred or anything. I'd be like, "Get out of my office, man!" I know. I, smash I know. You with a That's the other thing is that it's hard to say. I just can't imagine as an adult, even if I was a young adult, would it scar me that this guy kept hitting on me? 
you know what I mean? Like, what is the difference between no, someone hitting saying, on you too much? If he started saying, you know, I'll get you cut from the team, well, you need right. to write. That's and a big that difference. Be, yes, because he did say, according to this thing, something about, like, you know, I know a lot of people. Basically, I can make your career better. Right. It was that sort of thing. Like, and I don't that like is, that, and that could be a problem, neither. and you need to be reported. But if he just kept hitting, I mean, he'd be like, dude. Dude, stop, right? Stop. I'm just, I'm, uh, and I don't know, like, is there someone who's uh, sexual proclivity is that they want to hit on people who they know aren't interested like that's their thing yeah i've seen people talk about that on the dating apps that um there are guys that will change their settings or gender to like to basically prey on other guys that are that are straight they're guys straight. and that they're preying on them because they want and that's straight, their thing and that's their thing yeah i guess i mean if you say is this a thing the answer is almost always going to be yeah, sure honest, i'm right? sure there's so, plenty of I mean, that's the thing that gets me is like, why is this guy hitting on these guys who aren't gay? Go to a gay bar, obviously. And there's, sure, there's gay guys. Sure I'm sure yeah, there's gay yeah. guys on the team. I mean, ten sure. percent or something like that, right? Sure. There's got to be some gay guys there. No, he, his thing had to be. I'm assuming is that he wanted to do it with a straight well, guy. Probably power. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So would right. you? Would you? you Lazo says he wouldn't report him. I say I think. I think I'd be like, dude, stop. Lazo might talk me out of it. Snowcone. Would you get a lawyer? I'm with Lazo. I mean, if it was incestant, it wasn't stopping. It was every day I would report him. And if it was, you yeah, know, you I'm going to cut you from I the team. I think you guys are probably but right. The more I think about it. A few flirty texts today, I'd be like, dude, stop. Like, trying to imagine stop. all this stuff actually happening. I think you're I'll, right. Yeah, I guess I'll, I would. I'll kick your ass if you don't stop. I guess I would. Right. I would never think to call it grooming. I, w- I would know that. I would never. I would. I probably would never even think, honestly, to get a lawyer. I guess unless, like you say, the thing that I don't like is the saying thing is I like, know hey, important I'll ruin your career. Then yeah. I'd be like, all right, then now, we're, now we're going. Exactly. But, but otherwise, other it's than like, that, if it's just like I want to tickle your feet and masturbate on you, I'd be like, all right, dude, you got to stop. You got to stop. I mean, if I had a nickel for every time you slid that to me, slid <laughs> drunk, like, show me your feet. I'm like, dude, get out of here, man. I didn't call a lawyer. The church Chad Yo. Yo. You don't mind me doing that to you? Uh, no. I mean, it would be like the easiest thing, I guess, you know, if I'm not in the mood, but you were really nagging me, that would probably be the easiest. Like, all right, I'll take my shoes off. Yeah. I'm just going to watch TV while you do this. I like that the best. Yeah. You know what? That's gross. I like ignore, st- ignore sex. Yeah. Oh, you're into that? Yeah, I've, I've I seen that. It. has become a popular thing love in the last it. few years. Took me a while to figure out what it was. Like, how do you ignore? But then I was like, oh, yeah. I get it. They're on their phone. Have you seen that? Yeah. You that? don't watch porn. No. There's a genre called ignore, and it's like mm. they're um, so it's not like stuck because they're not stuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But they're like on their phone or they're watching TV. They seem annoyed. Okay, they're not with interested. You. Okay. Like, like, uh, hurry up, okay. finish. And right. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. okay. They're, yeah, they're not even it. looking at you. I, I like it. Which is, I, I think, it. the appeal there. I would say is that they're not looking at you, so you know you can be really excited and having a lot of fun. And you don't feel like a lame because they're not even watching you, right? They're just on their phone. So it doesn't matter. Well, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know, know exactly psychologically. That seems what the a little is. campy to me. Well, I, I think it's the idea I was that trying to figure out, they're just disinterested, yeah. which is fine. But I'm trying to figure out why it is that someone would say, I that's that, what I it's want. It's a disinterested thing. Yeah, but why? Why do they want them to be uh, disinterested? Because it's a little bit demeaning. It's humiliation, King. Yeah, a little yeah, demeaning. Uh, not as much as humiliation, yeah. just a little demeaning. Right. Okay. It's, what are they, is that femdom? Is that what they call it? Yeah, sure. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't tell you guys the bodily fluid story. Oh, God. Mm. Oh, man. Well, janitor in New Jersey school got caught putting I bottle- covered my oh, mouth and started crying. I had no words. I mean, what can you say to a situation where 
somebody was doing those disgusting things in the school where your child's supposed to be safe. Charging documents from the Cumberland County Prosecutor's Office show 25-year-old Giovanni Impelizari is accused of contaminating school food and cooking utensils with bodily fluids and bleach, as well as committing obscene sexual acts in other parts of the school, and according to investigators, recording and posting videos of his alleged actions online. I know in the last 20 years we've had a couple of bodily fluid stories like this, Mm -hmm. and I think we've disagreed on this because my thing is like, you should go to prison basically forever. Forever? You you are a sexual predator, that's for sure. They're going to label you that, and you should get in a lot of trouble. A lot. The the guy, the co-worker who did it to his... uh, yogurt or whatever remember that right. did it multiple oh, times right. the yogurt co-worker i guess it was she it was her yogurt right i mean you should be in a lot of trouble for that and this involves kids this involves kids cooking utensils and school food 30 30, Too much. 30 years to life lazo minimum 30 years to life with the you got to do a minimum of 25 because he's young i'll let him what about if you don't do the body fluids? you're just like you know you don't like your boss you put your wiener in his coffee I, not as bad yeah not right. as bad it's, I mean, I don't even know. Like, you get fired, obviously. Yeah. But and maybe some sort of misdemeanor charge, exposing yourself at work. I don't know. But this. What did you did in the bathroom? Like you said, go get me some coffee. You're like, yeah, whatever, jerk. And then you dipped your balls in his coffee and then gave it to him. Yeah, not as bad. I'm not thinking anything like this other guy, the 30 years to life. Because this, I mean, food. You pay kids' food, cooking no, I utensils. I it. I'm just curious where you draw the line. Well, if you were the judge and you got to decide the sentence for this guy, I'd execute him. No, you wouldn't. He's 25 years old. He's young. Execution. What would you do? Bodily fluids. When we talk about the yogurt thing, I think you said, because I, I said it's basically into a the sandwich worst and make thing. Him eat it. Okay. Well, that, I guess, might not be bad. The judge just says, all right, but, forget it. This is kangaroo you think that's court. Funny? Yeah. You're there gonna, you go. We're, we're, no, we're going to randomly put it in for you. You're not going to know. And all the food that you eat for the rest of your life. Well, we won't have the ability to do that, so we're just going to go ahead and put it in there right now. And just make you eat it in front of the court? Choke it down. Yeah. Okay. Well, good show, man. Well, you good don't to like see that? You. I don't know. It sounded a little weird, but uh, you know, just because we know what we're talking about, if you just said you got to eat this gross sandwich and choke it down, that wouldn't be so bad. But anyway, there's the janitor story. There was more to it, but I know we're out of time. So have a good night. That's it. That's it. We're done. You got to watch the show, by the way. What is it on Max? I watched your Dateline thing last night. That was a crazy Dateline Friday. It was right? all right, though. Come on. That guy, that's a crazy story. Getting in and out of Canada like that, I didn't know you could do that. I didn't that. know you could either. I thought that the was The dude cool. looked completely different every time they showed yeah, him. You're making a lot of good points. I, that was a crazy story. I think just the way you sold it as crazy, I thought it was going to get more crazy. Oh, okay, just sorry. a guy on the run. I should have just said, like, hey, there's a decent Dateline you might like, and then you would have liked it. Well, so then I'll just say, hey, this is a decent show you might like, but it's on Max, and it's called, like, The Missing... Yes, Chad. Slim Fast said that he would make War Machine do that. No, I did not. Eat a sandwich. No, I did him. not. I definitely did not. Uh, this thing's called like the Missing Women of Highway 50 or Highway 20 or something like that. It's on Max? Yeah. And th- last night, they'd only had one episode out, Lost Women of Highway 20. But then at midnight, they put the other two. I, we only were able to watch the first one because we didn't know they were going to put the other two out. But man, it's interesting. On Max tonight, Lost Women... Yeah, it's called Lost Women of Highway 20. It seems like Where's a crazy Highway story. Where's Highway 20? It's in the middle of nowhere, Oregon. These people lived, I mean, literally in the middle of nowhere, basically in a mountain, and um, they have a kid that goes missing. And when the kid goes missing, a guy who lives in another part of Oregon not far away that's also in the middle of nowhere, he's like, hey, I think I know what happened to this kid because we had something happen here in 1978. And then suddenly 
They take you back to 1978 and tell you what happened there. Mm. And then it brings you to the end of the first episode. You realize who you think it is, and it's, it's pretty crazy. I mean, you'll, you might guess. Watch more of Highway 20. Here we go. IMDb. I had no idea what it was. I just saw that they posted it recently, and it looked like a new show, and I thought it was really good. So if you guys want to watch it tonight, tonight. We, can, we can discuss on uh, Discord or whatever. Snapchat. Well, you want to watch it together, but you, you're already yeah. an episode ahead of us. Yeah, but I'll, I, I'll eat dinner while you guys watch the first episode. I don't know how to do Discord. You've got the app, right? Yeah, I know, but I don't it know. It is confusing. It's way it too is, confusing. It's, it's confusing. Well, let's just use, uh, uh, well, Facebook. I don't know. Can we... Can we just? Oh, we'll use Reddit. Of course, we we'll use our subreddit. Okay, we'll Let's use our subreddit. subreddit. That's easy. We'll, I'll have Snowcone make a post about the lost women of Highway 20, and we can watch and discuss tonight. Right. Well, our Church of Laszlo. The link is always sounds in. Sounds fun. It's always in the bottom of the podcast description if you need it. So there you go. It explores the crimes that occurred along Highway 20 between the late 90s, 70s and 90s. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a long time. Yeah, it's a pretty crazy story. Long, long time. I look forward to watching it with you guys tonight. Me too. All right. Uh, good show. Uh, janitor. Uh, boy, who did we talk about? I don't Trump, remember. Trump. Uh, Gavin Newsom. We did talk about Yeah, there you Stay go. Stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.